Studios is bumming with Bobcat with your host, Bum Wine Bob. Alright, 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 this is Bum Wine Bob coming at you with an old new edition of Bumming with Bobcat. We are back on track after a few unscheduled weeks off to bring in the new year, I guess you could say, you know, after we uh, we had a good time uh, throwing back some drinks with Aaron and Uncle from Uncle the Podcast. Uh, we are back here getting everybody ready for the big game at the end of the 2019 NFL season, and that is the Super Bowl. And we have a special guest on the show this week to help uh, celebrate the big game. Uh, but before we bring him on and get into the show, just a little uh, disclaimer up front here. We ran into a little bit of a uh, recording snafu. Uh, trying to get things all set for this show, so the quality is a little uh, sketchy <laughs> uh, at best for, for this week's show, but, but a lot of great content, a good time, have some drinks, having a good time, so grab yourself your favorite beverage, sit back, and enjoy. Alright, 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 this is Bumwine Bob coming at you with an all-new edition of Bumming with Bobcat. We're back on track again. The 2019 NFL season is just about to wrap up, and we can't cap off another NFL season without the annual Bumming with Bobcat Super Bowl preview podcast. But uh, here we are. We're ready to crack up some drinks, have a good time, and to help bring in the festivities of a uh, another NFL season wrapping up. We got the the bookends on the season. If you remember back over the summer, we had a special guest on for our NFL preview podcast, and he's the man with the plan. He's back again. The one and only Captain Crude is here. Crude, how are you, man? I'm doing real good. It's good to have you back here. Good to to bring you on the show. As always, always a great time chatting with you, and you know. Always bringing the insight into the <laughs> the world of the the NFL. I guess you're kind of like our uh, resident NFL expert at BumwineBob.com. Kind of uh, kind of by default these days. <laughs> by default, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of wrestling going on. But you yeah, know what? Yeah. The NFL has its own script sometimes too. So you know. What can you do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And uh, I know every every week, I mean, if you're out there, if you follow Crude on Twitter, you know, he's always out there. Every week he's got his opinions on the NFL and, <laughs> and the script that they're going by out there. I mean, if you haven't followed, hey, hold, followed hold him, on, I'm going to cut you short. What, what team did I say back in September was going to be a surprise team? And I said it on the podcast. I said the Green Bay Packers, and nobody was saying that back then. And what happened? They went thirteen and three. Yeah, if they you were had... a gambling man. You kicked ass with the Packers this year. Yeah, yeah, they they put up a good fight, and like I said, after a down season for the Packers last year, they came back again, got back on track. It almost almost made it. Couldn't couldn't quite get past the Forty ers <laughs> God, they stopped uh, last week. Yeah, yeah, it was quite the. Uh, Quite the dud that the Packers put up uh, uh, last week, but but yeah, if you were betting on the Packers, I mean, uh, my my Super Bowl pick 
of the uh, the Saints and the Chargers uh, did not come to reality uh, this year. The Saints had a, a good chance, but the, the Chargers, uh, not not so much. I mean, they play in, like, a glorified high school stadium. I mean, who's going anywhere playing like that? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, it was quite a uh, quite a quite a quite an NFL season. Uh, you know, we're capping it off now. We got the big game coming up this weekend. We got the the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers going at it there. I mean, yeah, the personally, being, yeah, the big game being the Super Bowl. Yes, and, yes. Uh, Roger big... Goodell doesn't like people using that name unless you pay him. Yeah, yeah, we uh I mean not like the old not like the old uh, the old the original XFL which was just going to be called the the big game at the end of the season <laughs> which which then became the quote unquote the million dollar game. I mean uh with the new XFL right around the corner which I'm sure we'll we'll dabble into that a little bit here. Uh, I'd love to talk the, about that. Oh, yeah, man. you know, it's just that right around the uh the corner there but you know I mean, uh, so what are you, what are your thoughts uh, on the game? You know, coming up here, the Chiefs, the Forty Niners. Uh, okay, if you were well, playing you your bets, what? Who, what are you, what are you going with? Anybody tuning into this podcast or hitting the website or whatever is got to be one into booze and probably into gambling too. And today, and I checked this early this morning, uh, the line. The betting line is the Chiefs giving one and a half, which is a bizarre line. You think about that, one and a half? Yeah, (laughs) really. (laughs) This is almost almost like a pick And when you put both of these teams on paper and you look at it, you look at the Chiefs' very strong offense, very mediocre defense, and it's the flip side for the 49ers. Strong defense, you know, slightly above average offense. But the, um, the one factor in the game that most people don't realize or they're not really talking about is the Chiefs, everything has gone right for them to get to where they are right now. Meaning they were going to be like the fourth seed in the playoffs. They ended up being the second seed in the playoffs because the Patriots lost that last game of the season. And then they ended up getting the home field for the championship game because the favorite everybody thought was going to win, the Baltimore Ravens, lost. You know, So a lot of things fell into place for the Chiefs. So that might be the trend here going into this game. Things are just kind of falling into place for them. Plus, Andy Reid can't lose them all, you know? It's like, yeah, you, you think eventually you know, his, his luck will, you know, finally be on his side, you know, the, the poor guy, you know, <laughs> feels like he's been coaching, you know, forever. I mean, and, and technically, I mean, if you call, you know, the early 90s, you know, forever, seems like forever. <laughs> yeah, he's been doing uh, it. A head coach for 20 years, over 20 years, because he yeah. took over, I think, in uh, 90, 99 for the Eagles. So, I mean, he's been doing this a long time. The game is in Miami. You know, it's like nice, warm weather, no dome or anything to fuck up people, you know. So when I think about it, I go, okay, maybe it's going to be the Chiefs. And then I go, no, 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 hold on. The great defense always beats the great offense. And then you think about the San Francisco defense. And I'm like, oh, wow. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. This, this is, it's like when I just said that line is at, one and a half. And I'm like, that's like enough. This is like a pick This There is no decided real favorite in this game. I mean, this is probably going to come down to the weather uh, next Sunday at 6 o'clock. Who knows? There could be a huge storm in, like, Miami. Yeah. And that'll screw up uh, a lot of passing game. That hurts the Chiefs more than it hurts the 49ers. That usually helps defenses. So if if I was going to like bet on this game, and I will be in Atlantic City next week. So, oh, that, that's kind uh, of your 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 tradition is usually you know Atlantic yeah. City for the uh, for the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to be at the Tropicana, which just opened a sports book about a year ago. So uh, I'm really going to wait till about six o'clock to lay any kind of bet on this game because I really do want to check the weather. 
and I want to see where the late money's shifting. Yeah, yeah. Somebody knows something about some player who's right. over, or, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who who had a little too much fun the night before? Who, yeah, who's yeah, not I mean, suited up that day? Rain, wind, yeah. you know, all that, all that good stuff. That that you know, you don't think sometimes it's going to play a big part, but it but it does in the end. Oh, it, it does. You know, and you you put a game in Miami and a bunch of guys who make millions of dollars a year. You know what? Yeah, somebody's going to have a little too much fun. Guys like Travis Kelsey and you know George Kittle and you know it's always yeah, the tight end to it. Yeah, they, I mean the guys, yeah, the guys that you know they haven't been there before. I mean, I'm like, you know, like thank God it's not the Patriots, you know, in the in the Super Bowl. I mean, once once the Patriots were knocked out in the <laughs> wild card round, I was like, you know what, I don't care at this point, you know who <laughs> who makes it to the to the Super Bowl. I'm like, it won't be the Patriots. I don't care. I, I can care less at, at this point. And especially, you know, two teams like this that, you know, they're both fairly young teams. You know, none of the guys, I mean, I know, like, they've, I mean, 49 I mean, Richard Sherman's been there before, but they don't have a lot of players that have that Super Bowl experience. So, like you said, you know, some of these guys, if they go out, they might get caught up in the media, the hoopla. And, you know, like you said, that night before, you get a little too crazy, you know, it could be uh, detrimental to the to the game on Sunday. Now, let's see how far back everybody goes listening to this. If they remember the Super Bowl in 1999, it was uh, Atlanta against Denver. And a very prominent defensive player, I think it was Eugene Robinson, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Where the Falcons got caught with a prostitute. Yeah, <laughs> see, see, yeah, yeah. I'm going like, you know what, man? You know, you can you can buy one and bring it to your hotel room. You know, it's like, yeah. you're going out looking for this stuff. You can be safe, money, yeah. Dude. It's like, but that kind of stuff happens. Like, was that game in Miami? No, I wasn't. No, I forget where that one was, but. You know, stuff happens. Even with the Oakland Raiders in 2003, Barrett Robbins, their center, he went to, like, Tijuana. Because I think the game was in San Diego or something. Right? <laughs> he was in, like, Tijuana, and he just went, like, insane. And they came, yeah. like, and he had to sit out. This is the starting center. Like, holy cow, Pro Bowl guy. And, you know, he went out and got smashed. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, one, one little thing like that causes yeah. the whole ripple effect to, to cause the team the game. So, yeah, like you said, it'll be interesting to to see. you got to be up to that last minute before, you know, all the bets are off. you got to say, okay, who's in, who's out? Yeah, it's great now because um, I, I guess, I know, we're both in New Jersey because we could do, like, FanDuel, which is an app you can gamble on. Uh, for sports, but uh, being in Atlantic City with the sports books, like being in Vegas, all the prop bets, and you're right there, you can just lay your money. You don't have to, like, whip out the credit card, you know, like, and, like, destroy yourself. So yeah, I'm yeah. Right there, <laughs> like, right up to the kickoff. And, uh, actually, I'm going there with, uh, the guy who came in second in your, uh, pick em pool last year, oh. Cowboys for Life. Oh, see, see, yeah, see, yeah. And I, yeah. And I warned them. I, I flat out told them, I'm like, we're going to be in Atlantic City, which is like 45 minutes from Philadelphia. Do not wear any cowboy shit, please. <laughs> I don't want to take – yeah, I'm telling them, like, don't – I'm not wearing my Raider shit. Don't wear your cowboy shit, right? You know? It's going neutral, you know, just yeah, incognito. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's and not don't, – Don't wear that blue and silver that they fucking wear, and I won't wear silver and black. You know, we'll be cool. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Once you head down to the Atlantic City, the South Jersey area, that's the uh, the Eagles country. Yeah, that's uh, down there. And, uh, you don't want to. Yeah, and you know, you know, how, you know how some of those fans are. We don't want to cause any trouble. <laughs> yeah, for everybody who's not from the New Jersey area, like South Jersey is all like Philadelphia Eagles fans, but Northern Jersey is like Jets and Giants, and the rest of the. Uh, the NFL, really. It's, it's a pretty big uh, melting pot of uh Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, if you've been a struggling uh, Jets fan like myself, you know, your whole life, you know, it's it's a tough one, you know, out there. And, and the Giants well, hold now. On, hold on, You know, the Chiefs finally made it back to the Super Bowl after 50 years. 
and the Jets, it's been 50 years, 51 years. So, so, so you're telling me there's a chance maybe next year they can uh, <laughs> they can make it? I, I wouldn't doubt it. They came on strong last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they have. The uh, half. Yeah, they have a lot got of time. Over, uh, got over his bat of the clap, you know. It was like, yeah. okay. Yeah, the uh, yeah the, the mono incident, and then the uh, yeah mono, you bullshit, dude. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> mono, come on, dude. Yeah, somebody else going out there having a little too much fun. Yeah, it, that's what happens when you give these young kids like millions of dollars. Oh, here's your bonus, and you're throwing them a check for like five million dollars. Shit happens. Yeah. Then you find out who the guys who really want to play. You know, you find out who those guys are. They don't give a shit about the money. They just want to bang heads. Yeah, it's uh it's quite a quite a world out there when it comes to the uh the NFL these days and the the, the players involved in what I was what I was saying is that yeah, you know, the, the melting pot of the, the Jets and Giants up north and now uh the the re- big news of Eli retiring for for the Giants. I mean, I guess some people thought he would kind of uh, you know, try to keep it going someplace else. But uh I guess he decided, "Nope, you know, that was it." Had a, had enough fun for him, but hey, good for him. I actually read somewhere the other day that the two highest paid players in the NFL ever were uh, Eli and Peyton Manning, like the guys who made the most money ever in their careers in the NFL. Which I didn't know that. I was like, really? No shit. <laughs> no. Yeah, I guess, but, I guess you wouldn't expect Eli. Fast. I mean, I guess Peyton. Yeah, you could. You could see, but you know, Eli. I guess you know. I guess he had a couple of those uh, big, uh, big contracts over the years. So, you yeah, know, he's that, like that's steady up. since two thousand four. You know, two thousand five. Yeah. He's been making like ten, at least ten million a year. But that's a very weird thing to think of. Like the two Manning brothers are the two highest paid ever, like two hundred fifty million each. Like in the, the the length of their careers, and you're like. And when you think, and you're like, hold on a second, I think that that could be true because their, you know, uh, their longevity really paid off in the end. <laughs> no, no, I do have to ask you. I know you're you're a Raiders fan, and you got the big the big move to to Vegas coming up next yeah. season. Now, there's been a lot of rumblings about uh, about you know Tom Brady being a a, a free agent. Uh, do you think there's any chance people have been kind of throwing the rumors out there that Brady could make his way to uh, to Vegas? Do you, you see any stock in that, or you think that's a bunch of BS? I think it's a bunch of um, publicity by uh, Tom Brady to go shake, uh, what you know, Mark Davis's hand at that UFC site. No, I, I really do not see Brady coming into like a a John Gruden offense because he can never I mean he's 42 years old it's like dude you can't escape anything yeah and yeah. like Derek Carr is usually running for his life so I don't really see that happening uh, most people say the Chargers is the logical place for Brady because it's like LA they need to sell tickets in that big new stadium and everything uh, but what I did on my uh, my YouTube page um, I said, and, and I said this um, on my YouTube page, uh, the Crude Tube. Page. The Crude Tube, you got to check it out. Check out the Crude Tube. Yeah. Good, good <laughs> content over there. <laughs> and I said that, and this is all true. Uh, Tom Brady recently bought a huge mansion in Alpine, New Jersey, which is uh, one of the more exclusive towns in New Jersey. And I'm like, why would he buy a mansion in Alpine? Besides the fact it's only 15 minutes from East Rutherford. <laughs> the Giants and Jets play. Right. I'm like, and it's five minutes from the George Washington Bridge. I'm like, well, either he's going into broadcasting or he's doing something or he might be playing out here. So I thought he might be coming to the Giants. Like, no, that, for some that. reason. Because they got the kid, Eli leaves, right? You know, and it's like, I don't know, I just felt, why would he spend, like, millions of dollars on a mansion? Right, yeah, you, you have a good point there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, out of all the places, you know, somebody like him with his fame and notoriety, and you would think, you know, L.A., you know, for sure, you know, because 
if you could see him trying to go into acting or something like that, but you're coming out to New Jersey right there. Like I said, unless he's planning to go into, you know, broadcasting and being in the city a lot for that stuff. I mean, it is a curious uh, a purchase of, of living out here. And that's inside there too. I had to learn that from uh, my contractor friends. Yeah, see, this is this is what this is what you get here. You get the inside <laughs> scoops here that people don't know about here on uh, on Bobby with Bobcat. When Cruz on the show, you tell your friends to tune in because <laughs> you're not going to get this stuff elsewhere before before it hits the uh, the big news sites and you know before TMZ is reporting it. Uh, we'll have it right here at at bumwinebob.com for you. Yeah, I have no problem ratting out Tom Brady. Trust me. Yeah, no I, uh, yeah. Being a Raiders fan, I'm like, fuck him. You know, like, yeah, I know. After the after, after the tuck roll, you know, incident. I mean, after that, I mean, there's no forgiving uh, Brady after that, and 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 myself as a Jets fan having to deal with him for for all these years. I mean, we're kind of in the uh, the same boat where we're not uh, showing any love for Brady. Yeah, you eat shit twice a year. You got to see his face. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll be more than happy to see him uh, move on to any other team uh, that is not in the uh, AFC East. <laughs> see, that's why I think the Jets are going to do good because if he leaves, um, a lot of that Patriots, you know, wink, wink offense comes with him. And there is no offense right now up there, so uh, all you got to really worry about is like the fucking Bills. Yeah. You know, and like the Dolphins at Dolphins, like don't worry about. That. Yeah, 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 and and, and got to give props to the Bills. You know, this year, you know, they surprised a lot of people. I mean, I, I certainly did, the whole did. world. Yeah. yeah, even like ten weeks into the season, I was still not buying them as a as a real, you know threatening team. I think every week in the Pick'em League, I was still picking against the Bills. I'm like, oh, this is the week they'll finally, they'll finally lose. Yeah, but, you know, they, but they kept winning. Time. They kept winning. And, and, they fi- and they actually made the playoffs, you know, for the first time, you know, since what, you know, 99, I, I think it was. I yeah, mean, so, you know. 20 years or so. Yeah, so, man, so, I mean, they, they lost in the first round, but, hey, they made it. <laughs> Yeah, AFC East, I think if Brady doesn't come back, uh, that's going to be up for grabs. Yeah, so, so there's hope. There's hope for, for us out there. There's there's hope, you know, with the for you guys, I mean, with, with the Raiders, you know, maybe the big move to, to Vegas, you know, lights the fire under everybody over there, gets them, gets them going, and who knows, maybe we'll get that uh, – that Jets uh, Raiders AFC Championship game soon. Like it's 1968 again. Actually, it it could happen. Uh, The Raiders will be uh, a lot better next year. They're going to bring in some defensive guys because the defense is pure shit. Uh, Offensively, they're okay. They just need a wide receiver, a deep threat, and uh, we might be stealing a guy from the Jets, which is Robbie Anderson. So we'll pay him, and uh, what's his name? Adam Gase doesn't want to. So, okay, we'll take him. Yeah, yeah, just uh, as long as it doesn't turn out like Antonio Brown, uh, it's got to be a win. (laughs) (laughs) The never-ending Antonio Brown saga throughout the uh, the NFL season. Another fact about Antonio Brown and the Raiders is that the Raiders never paid him a nickel the whole time he was there. So I guess it was just how the timing was with all the stuff that went down. He just never got any yeah, other. Literally, the, it all transferred to like the Patriots once he stepped on the field with the Patriots because the players don't really get paid until they step on the field. I mean, they get like bonuses and stuff mm-hmm. like that and they could show up but I, I heard he never made anything with the Raiders like he was there preseason and then he left on his own and then he went to like the Patriots after he got dropped so Patriots had to pay him a certain amount of money I'm not sure how much it was but that's all he made this year probably about a million bucks for that one game if I was to guess <clears throat> Yeah, and we'll we'll see if he uh, if he makes his way back. Uh, uh, no, next no, 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 I don't think so. <laughs> he, he's on. 
I got a guess on this. He's strung out on meth, if I was to guess. He's got that bizarre. He's got something like, going on, that's for he's sure. He's got like the Britney Spears behavior going on where they just whack out for a couple of years and then they get clean and they come back. Well, with the NFL, when you're 31 years old and you're a receiver, you get clean and you come back to 33. Yes, yes. <laughs> wants you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At that point, yeah, it's a little, little too late. Yeah, ask, ask uh, Josh Gordon. It's like, come on, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people just can't uh, can't stand out their own way, you know, in the whole process. Which is sad, you know. You don't want to see that happen to those guys, but but hey, you know, it is what it is. And you know. life isn't all about money. So many yeah. guys, you know, it's getting loaded. So and and he's not even making his way to the XFL either. So you know, they they don't want him either. So. <laughs> So I mean, I mean, I have to ask him. I, mean, I have to say, I mean, what do you what do you think? You know, where once the Super Bowl is done and over with, the you know, the, the following week, the uh, the XFL returns. I mean, yeah, it comes that, on Saturday, uh, the sixth, I guess, or the seventh or something like that. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, I think it's coming on two days every uh, week, like Saturday and Sunday. There's two games every every weekend. Is that how they do it? I believe so. Yeah, I think it's Saturday Sunday games. Uh, yeah, throughout the uh, the season there. I mean, it's it's a big return. It's been been hyped up. Uh, I mean, Vince McMahon's latest endeavor back into the world of of football after the failed XFL experiment of you know the the 2001 season. <laughs> you know, almost. Uh, yeah, that- Twenty almost twenty years later, back again, trying to give it another shot. Yeah, one of the things why he failed all the way back then was that he was at the tail end of the Attitude Era of wrestling. So you know, it was kind of if he had started that league two years earlier, he probably would have done a little bit better. But it was two thousand one; the Attitude Era was coming to yeah. an end, and then the. Uh, what was the next era? Like the Brock Lesnar era. You yeah, know, the, the, oh, the uh, the ruthless aggression era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he kind of got screwed, but the NFL stole all of his ideas. You know, yeah, the they cameras, did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know the camera angles, and they did steal a lot of what he said. But it's it's the same premise, though. It's uh, the the winning teams get more money. Um, Something about the there's no I don't think there's any kickoffs. Everybody starts on like the 25 yard line or something. Right. Yeah. And they got the uh, they got like the the extra. There's no extra points. There's the the two point plays. I think there's I don't know if there was a four point play or something. You could either take the ball from the the 10 or the 15, something like that, for your conversion after a touchdown, and you know you know things like that that they're trying to add to make it more exciting. So the the bottom line to the XFL, if they wanted to succeed, is you have to bring in top players, collegiate players. You have to attract them to your league. That's how the AFL made out in the 1960s, and then they got to merge with the NFL in the 60s and create the NFL you have today. Uh, they were able to lure guys like Joe Namath to the AFL because they paid him a ton of money. Uh, the XFL is capping out on, um, like, the top guy can only make, I think, $475,000. And most guys don't want to come out of college to make $475,000 to get their brain scrambled, you know, right off the bat. So he's going to have to figure out a way to get top players to play in the XFL and not guys like Johnny Mazel or, right, you know, yeah, or the, the, yeah, the guys that got the cut, yeah. Yeah, it's I know like, oh, the ex quarterback, yeah. uh, the backup to the was it? I think it was AJ McCarron. Did he go over to the XFL? Uh, I don't know if he was did. McCarron, did he? yeah, I think he did. Uh, one of those backups for the Raiders, I know, went out there. Oh no, Matt McGloin. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's who it was. It was McGloin. I'm like, God, second string on the Raiders. I'm like, now you're in the XFL. <clears throat> So that's what it is. You have to have the right players and the guys who can really make plays and make it exciting. That's what also sank Vince 20 years ago or 18 years ago, 20, 19 years ago, is that he was using cast-offs and also-rans 
And for people who also remember the early 80s, there was the USFL, and uh, the USFL was able to bring in guys like Herschel Walker straight from college, Doug Flutie, Reggie White, Jim Kelly, all these future Hall of Famers. Uh, they were able to do that because they had deep pockets. So Vince has got to learn that. You've got to bring in the right players to make this thing succeed. It's not just the product you put in the field. It's the players. Yeah, and don't try to work your wrestling angles uh, uh, this time into the <laughs> – into the uh into the games, you know, working angles with, you know, Jesse Ventura and the and the coach of the one team, you know, trying to make it like they had heat with each other than, you know, trying to sneak into the uh the cheerleaders yeah, locker rooms and all that stuff. That was, I mean <laughs> that was the problem. It was like the end of like wrestling's big you know, their huge right. boom right there ended and he started a football. But this new one it, it it's gonna I think people are going to watch. It's on uh, what channel? ABC? And... Yeah, I think they have it on, a- on ABC. They got Fox, ESPN. So, I mean, they have, you know, on, you know, major, you know, networks. I mean, I guess. Well, really, people... the, the ratings is everything to Vince. Exactly. The irony will be if he does better ratings on, like, a Saturday afternoon for some bullshit XFL game better than he does on, like, Monday nights for Raw. That would be right, funny. yeah. <laughs> I think that's, Jesus, you can't even make Raw yeah, and, 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 and Monday night for Yeah, and getting people to, to stick with it throughout the course of the, the season, because with the original XFL, I mean, they did massive numbers for, you know, the, the first week of games, you know, people that were interested, tuning in, and then the second week, you know, it dips, and then, you know, by, you know, the fourth week, I mean, it's like, you know, they're doing it. Lucky if they got a, a 1.0, you know, for a, for a primetime game. So yeah, it'll be interesting so to see. That's why people keep tuning in. It's like you want to see the players. You want to see the players play. And you got to – they have to have an allegiance to uh, certain players on the field. And I couldn't even tell you five players in that league right now. Yeah. I mean, I get the – the emails constantly from the – I signed up for, like, the, the New York, New Jersey Guardians, the you know, mailing list. Yeah, yeah right. On my, last, <laughs> my last YouTube, yeah, I did that. I thought they were called um, the Hitman, like, the last time. Yeah, I mean, uh, so they were constantly, you know, plugging away, saying, oh, you know, get your season tickets here and there. You know, the guy from whatever – PR department reached out a couple times, like saying, "Hey, you know, hey Bob, give me a call when you have a chance to discuss, you know, the the ticket plans for the for the Guardians this year." And I was like, "Nah, you know, I'm I'm good. Uh, I'm good for now. I mean, do I really want to sit in uh, MetLife Stadium in you know the middle of February?" Yep, you know? That's the thing. It's it's weird today because it's like 45 degrees where I am, so it's like. Not so bad, but a week from now it could be 20 degrees. And exactly. Yeah. I mean, maybe you get a nice day towards the end of the the season, you know, the March. But, I mean, that, that too, that could be freezing there, too. So, you, you don't know. And it's, yeah, it's that time of year where it's like, do I want to be freezing my ass off, you know, in the middle of the afternoon on a, on a Saturday or a Sunday when I could be doing anything else? Than uh, <laughs> than being at an extra game, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, and and I mean, I'm sure you've probably seen they got the the billboards too. You know, the rotating ones. I always see when I'm driving up and down the the highways around here. You know, they're plugging away. You know, with the tickets and the games and everything. So I mean, they're really you know they're pushing it, they're promoting it, trying to get the local people to you know come and see it. But it will be interesting to see how many people actually show up for. Know, for the first week of, of football, because that will be your most likely your best and biggest crowd will be the first week of the season. So yeah, you I looked up start high. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I looked up on Ticketmaster. I'm like, what the hell are these tickets going for? And uh, they're going for. I mean, the lowest I think was like thirty, thirty-six bucks up to like a hundred and twenty or something like that. One hundred twenty bucks for the XSL. 
I'm going, damn, and who's playing? Oh, yeah, it's Matt McGloin. Yeah, it's other guys, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I said, I couldn't tell you <laughs> anybody else uh, uh, in the league, you know, other than that. But, I mean, I guess if, if the games are good, competitive, you know, I mean, that will get people interested. But then it's the whole thing of saying, you know, people getting football fatigue, you know, after a whole NFL season. It's like, do you really want to watch more football after the Super Bowl? Well, that's I mean, the thing, Vince. Vince McMahon is capitalizing on February and March because that's spring uh, training for baseball and it's like college basketball. Yeah, it's just that lull in between the the sports. There's no big, quote-unquote, you know, sports going on. I mean, you have your basketball and, and hockey, but before baseball season starts, you know, you have that window to try to capitalize on people that want some sort of content to to watch there and you know, hopefully it won't turn out like the uh the uh AAF, you know, last year that lasted what, you know, a few weeks before they uh shut oh, yeah, down. <laughs> yeah, he was in that league too, yeah. He flushed yeah. out of three leagues. That's hard to do. Like three leagues. You get NFL, C F L and uh what the fuck are they called? AFL? AAF? Yeah, AAF. Yeah, the, the, the Alliance of American Football, I think. Uh, it was. I, mean, I, I think I watched, like, bits and pieces of maybe one or two games of that just when I was kind of flipping around channels on, you know, a, a Saturday night. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is on. They kind of watch it for 10 minutes. And you're like, all right, I don't know anybody other than, you know, Johnny Manziel. That's that's playing. Uh, all right, I'll move on to the next one. But you're going to see a lot of guys who get cut from the NFL end up on the XFL. You see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so we'll see. We'll see how it how it turns out with the with the XFL. I mean, I'm not quite as hyped up as I was for the original XFL coming out of you know being you know. You know, with with the wrestling boom at the time, and then when Vince came back and said, you know, oh yeah, we're bringing back the uh, the XFL, it was like, well, all right, I guess we'll we'll see how it is this time around. I mean, he's just getting older and really wants. You know what? It's not like he's bringing back the bodybuilding federation. Yeah, exactly. You know, like yeah. in the, in the <laughs> it's like he's doing football again. He must know something. Like I don't know, I don't know what it is, but he's trying again. You know, he yeah. doesn't bring back things that fail usually, and this time he is. So I guess either he's just totally like he has dementia, or it's going to work. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, and and like we said, he has some good partners. You know, in the in the TV world, you know, if you got you're getting spots on uh, ABC, ESPN, and Fox. I mean, uh, I think, you know, the first time around it was uh, they had some of the games on NBC, then the rest were on uh, TNN and uh, UPN. So, I mean, you're doing better this time around with your your broadcast partners. Yeah, I I actually get those emails, too. I signed up for something. Like, they give you updates on it, and I'm like, I hit the unsubscribe. I'm <laughs> yeah, so they're, 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 pretty, they're pretty consistent. I mean, I'm yeah, yeah, it was at, coming least, like, at least one a day. I think I got, oh, yeah, here I got today, two weeks until kickoff. Yesterday I got uh, field-level <laughs> seats now available. Uh, Friday I got uh, two emails, two weeks until XFL kickoff in New York. Uh and on the 18th, whenever that was, you know, vote for your guardians of the game with uh, check it on all the, the training camp action. <laughs> I think you could download an app too, right? I'm, I'm pretty sure. I, I, I haven't done it, but I, I guarantee you there's probably something out there for uh, for the XFL. Oh, and yeah, here, I really, yeah, $20 I for cookies. XFL tickets. <laughs> Yeah, I don't need those cookies on my phone, you know, the XFL app. Yeah, they'll be tracking you, thinking you're the number one exactly. fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vince McMahon, 70, what, four years old? Yeah, yeah he, he wants, like you said, he wants to give it that one last try to try to make it successful. Just, I mean, 
I think the guy just wants to have one other thing on his resume that was successful other than the WWE. I mean, okay. he, he's always wanted to be known for more than just wrestling. I mean, everything, they always say he wants to be in the entertainment business. He wants to do all these things and not just be about wrestling. So I think that's why he wants to get into that next stratosphere and say, okay, I did football too. Yeah, that's all he's got now. So we'll see. I don't know. I really don't know how people are going to take it, I, unless he wants it to grow over five years. But who knows? Yeah. <laughs> hey, maybe maybe it hits big. Then you know, in a, in a couple months, we'll be back here for the uh, the XFL yeah. end of season yeah. podcast. You know, so. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, actually, the one thing about the XFL, and uh, I said this on YouTube, was that it um, like Vince owns a stake in DraftKings. And DraftKings is, I think, everybody, uh, virtually anybody in any state can vote with DraftKings. I think that's how it works. Uh, like FanDuel, you can only do in like New Jersey, but DraftKings, I think, goes everywhere. But Vince owns a stake in that. So I was like, wow, they got gambling now for this. So if you can put a line on the game, then something's going to happen. So, right, right. Uh, that's gonna be weird. Yeah, I'm gonna be in AC next week. I'm gonna like see XFL odds. I'm gonna go, holy shit! I'll take a picture of that too. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll put it up on Twitter. I'm gonna be like, what the fuck? XFL odds, holy shit! XFL odds, man. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, see what those lines come in at. Yeah, I, yeah, they're on the big board, like holy shit, man! Yeah. I see that day. It's like gambling on curling. Like, who the fuck does that? Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> So back back to the uh, to the big game that we're yeah, that we're game, here for, for this week. You, know, I mean, you have to think about like what this day means. What is it? February second, the game. February third. Yeah, February second. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. February second. Now we're into February's with the Super Bowl, and life changes on that day. I'm going to say because we live in the United States, and. You go out and get into your car at 12 noon and drive around. And people are in a totally different mode during it. It's got a funk to them because it's Super Sunday. It gets into people's heads. They don't have to be into the game, right? But they're into the party. Right. You know? yeah. And that's what this, this day really is because most of the games, most people, unless you're a real true football fan uh, and you know what's going on in the field, you're there for the party. And most women are there for the party, you know. Right, the it's, party, the food, the drinks. Probably, yeah, so the only place, game you can bring your old lady to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's what it really is. It's a party. It's, it's, a, it's a party celebrated by at least, I'd say, 150 million, at least half, 50% of all Americans are really getting into this day. And that beats virtually any day of the year except yeah. the <laughs> You know, and Fourth of July, because and that's huge. Think about that. This is the NFL. Nobody's getting up for you know the seventh game of the World Series like this, or the NBA Finals, or the Indy 500, or Kentucky Derby. This is Super Sunday. This has become something way beyond a football game. And I think the more uh, you go out instead of stay home. You see it a little bit more when you're going out because, uh, yeah, I, I go to AC all the time now on uh, Super Sunday, and you'd be surprised the people watching the game at a bar in Atlantic City compared to like a bar locally, and it's just it's it's like night and day. You don't expect it. That, that's why I'm making this assumption right now. I'm like, I think a lot of people are really into this, and it's bigger than what we all think. Yeah, it has taken on a, a a life of its own over the years. Every year, I think it gets a little bit bigger and bigger. And like I said, it is all about the the partying and, and hanging out. You know, not so much about the the game itself that's going on. But okay, you're you're placing your bets. You're doing a box pool. What numbers you got? You want to <laughs> you want to hit big? You know, you want you know just have a good time and and 
and having a good game that's, you know, you know, exciting is always always a good thing, you know, better than the the crap game with the Patriots and the and the Rams uh, last year. You know, you want to see a many, back yeah, and forth how, game. How many people who have an office pool get like the numbers zero and two, you know, or right. <laughs> something crazy, and then it comes out. Yeah, and you're waiting for that, for that safety, safety and stuff. Yeah, this- yeah, the face is beginning of the game at the first quarter. You're like, oh, 10 2? All right, I win. Yeah. Yeah, 0 2, and you just won 300 bucks. You know? Yeah. But this is what Pete, this, it's the party, man. It, it's unreal. How much money is, is, is flowing around? How much alcohol? How much junk food? It's a huge day, and it, it's just Super Sunday. It's not a. It's not something you can take the day off for, you know. No, so. no. <laughs> it's very strange. Even though I took the day after it off, because I, you know, like the Monday, I took that day off too. Yeah, well, I mean, you'll be in Atlantic City, you know. It's, you know, it's different. You know, you gotta you gotta find your way back and everything. So you need to. Yeah, you, you don't want to. Even, like, even if you don't get too wild, even if you don't get too crazy, you still need that. Uh, that recovery day is always nice to have in your back pocket just in case. Oh, that's exactly what it is. It's like you don't want to drive home at like, you know, eight, seven in the morning like I usually do and get to work by nine. It's like, oh, God. Yeah. 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 You pretty much just, you're shot for your whole week. Yeah. You're hoping that by the, by maybe, that following weekend, maybe you can recover, but it could take you a few weeks to finally get back in uh, in rhythm again. Yeah, yeah. From like guys my age, it's like yeah, you need like two days or faster. <laughs> so, so I have. So, who's your who's your pick for the uh, for the game? Who do you think's gonna you know come out on top? You want to you know, give the insight into it? I really like, like I said earlier in the hour here. I said I I don't want to make a pick until about six o'clock the night of the game. Uh, if I was to really lay down a bet, but my hunch actually says uh, this is a game of the number six. Okay, and if the Forty ers win, it'll be championship number six. So oh, that's what I'm gonna pick. Okay. I'm gonna say 49ers. You know, I said on on YouTube, I said the Chiefs, but that was like three days ago. But now yeah, things change. Yeah, and and if we and coming right out five minutes before kickoff, it could be it could be like the Chiefs. It could be the Chiefs again. Monday yeah, the other way. Yeah. Yeah, like you, you, know, said, you said, it's hard to pick. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that that's gonna be fun. That's uh, it's actually my first time ever watching a big board. <clears throat> At a, at a sports book somewhere, because my old man used to do it all the time in Vegas, and uh, he never took me. But to watch uh, a big board, which is at a sports book at a casino, is and you watch all the odds change as the game goes on, is is a pisser. And I I, I totally recommend it to anybody. You know, if you want to come meet me in uh, Cowboys for Life. Drop the can on Sunday night next week. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Head up, head up, crew down there. Uh, you could be throwing yeah, in. City. You could be throwing in some uh, some prop bets uh, as well. <laughs> yeah, the prop bets. Uh, yeah, is it gonna rain in the second half? That kind of shit. You know, <laughs> yeah. What um, what color uh, what color tie? I forget who is it. Fox, who's who's got the game? Uh, this year, I think Ooh, that's so. a good yeah. question. Yeah, what, is it what Troy color? Aikman, or is it the other Cowboys quarterback? Yeah, yeah I, think I think it's Fox. I, I think it's Fox. It's like, what color tie is uh, is Joe Buck going to be wearing for the for the game? And you know, you know, the, the silly shit like that. Now the real the real prop bets are on the players and um, what they do per quarter and everything like that. Those are like the real hard. Yeah, prop yeah. Bets. That you're living and dying by. So yeah, I'm gonna probably partake in that. So, and the since this is bumwinebob.com, I will be drinking Climax Moonshine. So oh, there you go. There you go. And maybe That's what I'm bringing with me. <laughs> and maybe by that time, 
maybe the new MD2020 will be because uh, that's supposed to be by February 1st, which is coming Saturday. I mean, that's the release date of it. Now, when is it actually going to hit stores? Will it be in stores that day? Uh, and I know, you, a best, uh, I know, I know you got your spots yeah. down there. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that could have it there. So, uh, you know, I'll be on the lookout over here when it comes uh, release time. But, I mean, if you happen to find the new MD2020 Gold in your travels there, be sure to, you know, let us know and, you know, give your, your feedback on it right away. Yeah, like in Atlantic City, there's Russo's Liquors, which is right over near the Tropicana. Uh, and his specialty is MD and Wild Eye. He definitely has those. I'm going to definitely go down there and check. I will film it to, you know, to see if they, because I will drink that instead, because if yeah. they have that, that brand new one. Yeah, and it's well, nice. it's nice, it can be a nice compliment to your, uh, your moonshine there, you know, see. Oh man, oh boy. Oh, that's a wicked man. And you'll, you'll really need that day off the, the next day. What is the flavor of the new MD? Did they say? They haven't said. They've only just said it's MD 2020 gold, but it does have a pineapple on the bottle, so people have been questioning, thinking that, that it could be a pineapple flavor. Uh, so, yeah, it's got a little pineapple at the uh, the top of the uh, the bottle there. So they haven't said what the taste is yet, but that's if you're going by what it has on the bottle, then it's pineapple. All right. So if I do find it, may see. I'll probably go live on Twitter with it so everybody can watch. Like yeah. I like to drink it right right there in the in Russo's, like just drink yeah. it. <laughs> Crack it open right there yeah. and say, Hey, this is what we're doing, this is this is it. And and anybody out there listening too, you know, remember that February first is the official release date, according to our friends over at M D twenty twenty of the new M D twenty twenty gold. So if you find it in your travels, uh be sure to uh you know, let 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 me know, you know, tag me in whatever you're you're posting or or your videos or whatnot, and uh, so we can tell the tell the people out there. And if I get my hands on it here first, I'll be sure to to throw it out there uh, as well. So it would be perfect for everybody's Super Bowl party to have that MD twenty twenty gold right there on the drink table. That will bring the uh, the fans in. All right, everybody, head to the ghetto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You got to you got to find it. You got to do your searching these days. I mean, they don't make it easy anymore to to pick up your favorite bum wines, the ones that are still out there and haven't been uh discontinued. So, <laughs> so I'm going to two honey holes in Atlantic City to find that shit 3 hours before the game. So, if you see me on Twitter drinking it, then you know it's the real deal. Yeah, it's legit. It's legit at that point. <laughs> So you guys know Crude. You you see him every week. You read him every week at BelmineBob.com with the uh, with the Crude experience. Yeah, dropping the Crude the insight, experience. Dropping the insight onto to life in general, and that's what I tell people. People always say, you know, you know, I say, yeah, you want to come, you know, do some posts for the website, you know, and people say, oh, well, what am I going to write about? And I'm like, look at this guy right here. He writes about anything and everything. Under the sun, it's just a, just a, just a narrative on life. I guess you could say, you know, stories, thoughts, you know, everything you have in mind. So I mean, you know, follow your lead, and no limit. If, if it's, yeah, to anybody who writes or who you know aspires to write, you have to literally write it in your head before you write it onto paper or type it or whatever. You spin the whole story in your head and then you write it. So it has to flow. And if it's native to you, you can write it. So that's, that's the one, the one thing I'll say. If you know it, you can write it. If you don't know it, then you just write in fiction. Yeah. And, and it's just, <clears throat> it's just a way for people to get their ideas out there. You got something you want to get off your chest. 
you know, throw it out there. I mean, uh, I mean, we've, as, as you said in the, the beginning of the show, you know, we have a great, you know, team on here now with the, with the BWB, the wrestling crew, you know, we got four or five people, you know, contributing wrestling articles to the, to the site now, you know, not just WWE, but, you know, the whole independent wrestling scene that's, you know, on fire at the moment, all these different promotions. So, I mean, uh, we're not, we're not just bum wine anymore, but, but that's always the, uh, the heart and soul of the, of the site, you know, what, what it comes down to in the end. And, and crew, you since the beginning, so we know how it is. Yeah, you go to McDonald's and, you know, most people buy chicken sandwiches and salads. It's like, what the fuck? They sell hamburgers. It's not the only thing there, you know, so. It's a little variety for everybody, you know, that, that's what we're here for. Well, rephrase that, it's, it's, it's bottom shelf variety. Well, yes. <laughs> that's true. It's the, that's why we say it's the best of the worst in cheap booze. Yeah, yeah, that, that's why I'm politically incorrect. It's, it's literally, you know. The bottom shelf, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's bottom shelf, fuck. It's not bad, it's just on the bottom. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I just was drinking my, uh, my bottom shelf, you know, Milwaukee's best, uh, premium here, the former, oh, the uh, bumwinebob.com beer of the week. And we have another, uh, another four loco on tap for everybody as the, uh, the malt beverage of the week this coming Friday after the, uh, after I had the travesty that was the four loco hard seltzer, uh, a few weeks ago as the uh <laughs> the, the beverage well, I guess, of the week. I was watching uh the championship games last week at my usual bar and there's a new um seltzer that all the girls drink. What was it called? White claw or something like that? Yep, or, yep, 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 that's that's the hot one, yeah. Right? So I see all these girls drinking this shit. So I asked my friend, I'm like, What the fuck is that? And he goes, Ah, that, that's like Zima with absolutely no taste. I'm like, Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, no, yeah. no, no. He goes, why yeah. do, I'm like, why do girls drink this shit? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's it's the low calorie. It's it's still five percent alcohol, so it still gets you a buzz. But it's got like what ninety nine calories, I think. So I think that's why you know it's the, right. well, the big thing. Any, I mean, to any girl listening to this right now, uh, I've had former girlfriends whose favorite drink was Stolio and Sprite Zero. So you want to talk about cut calories, but a drink that actually tastes better and you get fucked up quicker, that's the one, Stolio and Sprite Zero. Yes, yeah, that, that's why I, I never thought, too, was why not just have, you know, some sort of a hard alcohol mixed with a a Sprite Zero or some sort of a, or even or even just a, you know, tonic water or seltzer, you know, just mix something up that way. Why do we have to put it in a can and have a hard seltzer? It's like people just kind of got lazy, I guess, and don't want to mix their own drinks and just want the seltzer with alcohol in a can already to, to drink. Well, they're aiming towards the uh, the millennial crowd. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it makes that's, sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. that's the way they do things. I don't, I'm not that age, so I remember Zima. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I I didn't get to have Zima the first time around, but I did have it on its, uh, its callback, you know, a few years back when they they brought it back. Uh, but It tasted like flat spread, right? Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just a flat lemon lime, you know, beverage, which is like, it wasn't bad. It wasn't it was that like a, good. A wine cooler that wasn't that great. So. Yeah, yeah, it was like, I could drink anything else at the same alcohol percentage and, and get a good uh, a good buzz and, and enjoy what I'm drinking in the process. But that, that's how I feel about this White Claw. It's the same gimmick that was used when Zima was new back in like 92, 93. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, and then everybody else yeah, now they start with the White Claw, they got the Truly stuff, then then the Natty Light came out with their seltzers, then 
four low codes, said, oh, well, we're going to top you guys. We're going to give you the, the 12% seltzer to try to, you know. 12, really? A 12%? Yeah, that was the, yeah, that was the, the four loco hard seltzer that I had was, uh, yeah, it was 12%, you know, it was black cherry. It was not the, the best flavor in the, in the world. And now, and now late to the party was the, the Bud Light seltzers now that they're putting out there. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. And when is that Thunderbird coming out? That new, uh, that, that blue bottle Thunderbird. The blue label. Well, that, I'm trying to find out the story. Now, the blue label has technically been out in certain areas for years. The blue label Thunderbird is the 13.5% Thunderbird, which I've seen people post over the years. I never saw it in person. So I guess it was only in certain areas that they had the the blue label compared to, you know, what we're used to, the 17%, the the red label. Oh, yeah. So, so I found it a few weeks back at the liquor store that, that used to stock both Night Train and Thunderbird before it was discontinued. I went in there on a whim. I was in the area. I stopped it, and I was like, Holy shit, they had the blue label, uh, Thunderbird. Now, I was in a rush, but I didn't get to actually talk to anybody there and ask them, like, how they got it, but they had, like, at least, you know, a whole shelf full of it, another box on the side with the bottle. So unless they found some warehouse somewhere that was housing this stuff, uh, I reached out to Gallo Wines told them that I came across this and they told me that it was still discontinued. They were still working on that new uh, hipster Thunderbird, the blends of the Chardonnay and Merlot. I mean, I, I think you've probably seen that, <laughs> that they were, they've been plugging for the last year or so, uh, but kind of have gotten quiet on again. So it's still a mystery. I'm going to still do some searching. If I head back over there again to the liquor store, I'll try to talk to uh, to the guy I talked to the last time when he told me they couldn't get the old stuff anymore. So it, it was just it was very weird when I walked in and I saw the blue label Thunderbird. So I bought a couple bottles of it there. Haven't haven't cracked it open yet. Haven't tried it yet to kind of compare the two. That would be my next uh, comparison between the 13 and a half and the 17%. So yeah, that's got to be a different, different. taste. Yeah. That's got to be weird. That's going to taste yeah. more like MD because MD is like 13. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, and then like I, like I said, it's it's been out for a long time because some people, when I posted that picture, said, oh, we've seen that bottle for years so I guess it's certain areas and regions that have that maybe with you know some places have certain laws on alcohol and what they can sell so maybe that was the alternative to what we were used to over here so yeah so the areas you can buy 13.5 Thunderbird is the same area where you cannot buy like Everclear but we can buy Everclear in New Jersey you know so we don't get that Thunderbird all fucked up shit. Probably in Oklahoma. Yeah, all the yeah, yeah, all the laws and stuff where you can't ship stuff and can't sell this here, you can't sell that there. But hey, that's a that's a story for uh, a debate for another day to, <laughs> yeah, another to, to go debate. through. Yeah, yeah, but but you know, this guy right here, this is Captain Crude, the Crude mm-hmm. Experience every week at bonwinebob.com, spreading the Spread the knowledge as always. Always great to have you on the show to chat about Thanks football or, or wrestling or whatever else it is that uh, <laughs> that we end up uh, talking about in the process. But you know, before we uh, wrap things up, do you have anything else you want to to tell the people out there? To tell the people, yeah. oh yeah, watch me on Crude Tube. You see me sitting in my car every morning about eight in the morning. Mm-hmm. 
after I eat my breakfast, talking shit about the NFL or music or whatever. Have fun with that. Yeah, see. Catching on now, yeah. I'm getting a bunch of subscribers, so catch Good. on now. Be one of the early ones. Yeah, get, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get it, get it. That's what I tell people here. It's like get in at the ground level before, uh, you know, we take it up a notch, so. <laughs> Somebody commented to me. I, I got this email before. It's like, are you gay? I'm like, what? I'm like, really, dude? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's because you have a scarf. Is that why? In a lot of videos, you're wearing a scarf. Is that why they were saying I had that? a scarf on, and I had, like, my purple sunglasses. I'm like, no, man, no. no I don't play that game. Nah, it's, it's, just, it's called stylish, man. You know, get get with the program, all right? Yeah, my ex-old lady used to call me, uh, what, metrosexual. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, thanks again, man, for coming on here. Our our pre our pre show technical difficulties aside, that the uh, the people out God there. Damn it! There was a half hour delay. See, the yeah. people didn't know that. <laughs> I had to sit around for a half hour picking my ass. Yeah, yeah. He sat there okay. in, in 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 the green room. There, we made sure he had some fine beverages and, and snacks to to occupy himself the whole time. Oh yeah, I was doing shots of yeah, uh, <laughs> my. A uh, devil's cut, which I bought the other night. So, <laughs> so well, crude man, thanks again. Always great chatting with you. You know, the yeah, uh, a good time. as we put and, a uh, we put a bow right. on the uh, the NFL season here. And I promise, if I do find that MD, tune in to Twitter by about three thirty on Sunday, and I will have you actually see me drinking that new shit, and I will review it on Twitter. All right. We'll be waiting for it. I'll be waiting myself to get my hands on it. It'll be a, it'll be a race to see who uh, who can get their hands on a bottle of the uh, the new MD 2020 gold first. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we'll be good. Stay out of trouble down there, Atlantic City. Uh, okay. <laughs> until, uh, until next time, cheers. All right. Take it easy. Cheers, everybody. What can I